Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Chuck with Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Yasin Azam, and let's get started, shall we? First things first, now I know that some people don't like the fact that just a few millimeters off of tires, and now you need to instantly replace them with new ones. So, the scientists at Goodyear, you know, the tire manufacturer, have come up with a design and a concept that supposedly is about to change that idea completely. So it's called Concept Recharge. It's basically a wheel with tires that is filled up with chambers at the center filled with liquid tire compound. Then later, as you drive, the tread in the tire starts to wear down. Then the difference in pressure between the interior of the cartridge and the surface of the tire will basically pull the compound out of the chamber. And then it goes into a frame that holds the tire in shape, where then it will harden into tire compound. Bada bing, bada boom, you have yourself a tire that regenerates its lost rubber. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures right now, and it seems that they have to change the entire structure of the wheel to support this concept, but if it actually does work the way that it should be, then this is almost revolutionary. I mean, yes, at some point, you do have to refill those chambers, but that's going to last, like, almost the lifetime of the car itself, so that's going to be rarer than actually buying new tires. But unfortunately, it's not near production at all because they still didn't figure out how to make the liquidified tire compound. Okay, next up we have the revival of the Google Glass. Yes, but as a new identity. Okay, what am I talking about? Well, a Dutch startup called Envision is actually mostly well known for their services for blind people like their mobile apps have uh, these sort of features where they can describe what's around you and read the texts that you can't so now Envision is actually partnering up with Google Glass to make all of these features into a pair of smart glasses okay what can it do well, it has an 8 megapixel camera and it is capable of reading out loud short pieces of text if there are longer text like books and letters. You can just take a picture and it might take a while for it to analyze the text, but it will read out most of the things that it can uh, read. It can also tell you a description of your surroundings and detailed color descriptions of any surface around you. And also it can scan barcodes and tell you what it is that you're actually holding. Its advanced AI allows it to recognize faces right when they're coming by. And you can also share videos and photos of memorable moments in your life. It has Wi-Fi and Bluetooth a multi-touch gesture touchpad, a three-beam forming microphone, and of course speakers to describe to you what you're actually looking at. And to power all of this, 820 mAh of battery with fast charge, which is apparently enough to get you through the day. 
you can pre-order it now for $1,700 and when they hit retail in August, it will be available for $2,000. I mean, it is pricey, but is it worth it for a person with visual impairment that's really close to you? That's, that's your question. I can't decide that for you. But I can say that somehow the Google Glass form factor actually does fit the vision of InVision really well. Okay, our next topic is for those who still play FIFA, specifically FIFA Ultimate Team. I have no idea why I thought that the, the game and the series in general was already dead, but yeah. Okay, so Adidas, EA, and Google are partnering up to help you train your Ultimate Team in real life. Okay, so how does it work? Well, first off, you have to get a pair of soccer shoes and then you put a special chip on the insole of the pair of shoes. Then the chip can track you while you play actual sport and then it can send signals to your ultimate team and that will be used to train them. Okay, first off, I have no problem with anyone still playing the game. It's just, I mean, really boring, but we'll not get into that right now. But that's just my opinion. Let's not argue over that. But, I mean, yes, there are less people playing the game. So I think this was a chance to actually help recover from that. But honestly, I don't think it will work. I mean, it's a good gimmick. But I'm not sure if that's actually useful. I mean, tons of other video game companies try to do the same idea, helping you move your body in exchange for skills at your video games. But yeah, most most of the time it doesn't work. But what does bug me off is the fact that you can't buy the pair of shoes and the chip at the same package. You have to buy these two things separately. I mean, that was a missed opportunity. You could have just put in them at the same time and then just sold both of them at the same time. I find that really annoying. Yeah, uh, I have no plans at all of trying this. But if you can, it's out now. You can buy the insole and the shoes or if you already have a pair of shoes you can do that Sennheiser is back with another pair of true wireless earbuds the Momentum True Wireless 2 as mentioned by the name it is a sequel of the Momentum True Wireless the the original version which was really pricey at $300 but had one of the best audio quality that you could ever hear now the product is mostly similar to its predecessor, but the main difference is the introduction of ANC, Active Noise Cancellation, which is actually much better than the other version, Passive Noise Cancellation, which is found on most true wireless earbuds. The charging case is similar, but, it, but instead it has a different color. The earbuds themselves are 2mm smaller, they still have IPX4. Another improvement is the battery life. From just 4 hours on the buds themselves, um, Sennheiser bumped that up to 7 hours, which isn't that much compared to the rest. 
but the charging case can offer up to three full charges at a single charge. So that's pretty sweet. It will be available in two colors, black and white. The black version will be available in April, but for some reason the white version, uh, the company said that it will ship at a later point. But don't worry, it's still going to be the same price point, $300. Finally, finally, Huawei confirmed the announcement date of the Huawei P40 series. It's now officially going to be announced at the 26th of March, but it's not going to be a physical event, it's going to be online. But all Huawei uh, announced uh, until now is just a picture of the phone's camera bump and the, uh, and the hashtag visionary photography and the date. That's it. But from the hashtag and from the picture of the camera bump, we can expect that Huawei is continuing the trend of focusing on the cameras and the pictures that it can produce. Huawei in the past has proven to themselves that they can and ought to break the streak of the Google Pixel phones and their absolutely amazing pictures. They were close last year with the Huawei P30, but hopefully this year they want to be the best at photography. But speaking of Google, yeah, so there's almost a 99% chance that the Huawei P40, probably the P40 Pro, and the entire lineup will not have any of Google services. Huawei also teased that the P40 series will introduce us to a new generation of Zoom capabilities. So almost just like Samsung, nowadays most companies are focusing on the Zoom rather than the actual uh, final image. In my opinion, that is a really weird trend. Numbers don't mean everything. But yeah, I'm excited to see what Wabi can offer this year. And that, ladies and gentlemen, closes the book of this week's summary of everything that happened. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Please listen to the other episodes and don't be afraid to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, this is Yasin Azam signing out. See you next weekend.